They hate this. <laughs> it's time to get on the box. Let's start the music. Hey, what's up, people? Joe Green here. Another episode of On My Box podcast where I get on my soapbox and talk about things that are near and dear to my heart. Uh, this episode here, worst comic book movies ever. I got some time left. Call this a filler episode if you must. And I'm going to give you the five worst comic book movie experiences I've ever dealt with. Before I get to my list, again, big shout out to uh, Austin Green, agreen.designs for all the work he does. Bobby Warden, two veterans. And again, uh, check out Correct Handed Productions on Facebook and Offspring Comic Books. Produce, created, artist, writer, David Whalen, And go back and listen to that episode. Now, I love my comic book movies, man. And I go see them in the movie theaters to get that that feeling, that, that joy of watching my comic book heroes come to life. You know, with, with every, you know, good movie, with every endgame, there is the complete opposite, okay? <laughs> the first on my list is X3. It's generally regarded as a, a craptastic movie, a shitty X-Men movie. It caused for the reboot, the first class reboot, which is really good. But uh, X3, man, is a horrific movie. And so I remember going to seeing that. And it's just it, the hype for like the, the Phoenix saga, you know, because Gene, you know, had died in part two. And the, the Phoenix, you know, left a little mark there. So like, uh, if you heard the, my dark... Phoenix episode, you know that I really don't like the X-Men series in general because uh, just the letdown. And X3 was the final letdown, man. It was the final straw. So some of the things that movie that just really just irked the shit out of me. Uh, one was the whole Phoenix saga. It, it, it wasn't in space, and I hate that. It was the last stand. So, like, Gene was killing Scott. She killed Professor X. Like, like it was just it was everything to get Wolverine and Storm to be the leads of the movie. And I, I thought that was pretty dumb. You know, yes, Storm was the leader of the X-Men in the 80s, but Holly Berry was not a good Storm. <laughs> I didn't think she was a good Storm. She didn't have that that cool African queen, you know, presence, you know, dominant presence in, in the movies. So when she uh, basically killed off everybody in front of her so she can take over the team, it's like, oh, Jesus, man, here we go. But that wasn't the only thing I hated about that movie. Uh, Angel was a waste of a character. I said that before. And, like, the worst thing in the world was a goddamn juggernaut, man. Like, I watched that movie, and then, like, when it was that Magneto rescues the mutants and the juggernaut, and his mutant ability is that he, whenever he's in motion, he can't be stopped. Oh, my God. I, I, I'll say it for one last time, man. The juggernaut is not a fucking mutant, man. And that shit irked the fuck out of me. You know, what was his best line? I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Like, oh, I, I fucking, I hated that movie. And when it was all said and done, it became a Wolverine and, and Gene love story. Like, oh, Choke me, please. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the worst part about watching X3 was that we knew that there was an end credit scene and we stayed to after the credits. After, like, watching a horrific movie, we stayed for the end credits to watch Professor X come back alive. Like, oh, fuck me, man. If uh, if that was shocking to you in, what was that, the Days of Futures Past that, that Xavier was alive, it's because you walked out of X3 not knowing that there was an end credit scene. And you were right to walk out of X3 because it was fucking garbage. All right, moving up my list. Ang Lee's Hulk. 
I saw that in the movie theater, and man, like, wow, was that just a, a waste of my time and life. Anytime in the movie theater and I look at my watch, I know that the movie sucks. And I think I looked at my watch because I was waiting for them just to say gamma rays. Like, just, just fucking say gamma rays, man. Like, they didn't, they didn't even said it. Like, it took, like, what, like 30, 40 minutes for him just to get in the chair and get zapped by gamma rays? We had this ridiculous backstory with his dad, David Banner, from, you know, a nod from the, the TV show. And you know, he was injecting him with this, and then as a kid, and then when he grew up and he was a doctor, and then he injected himself with gamma rays, and it caused the Hulk, and it, oh my god. It, it took, like, goddamn, like, 40 minutes just for him to become the Hulk. You know, it's called the Hulk. It's not called David Banner's son movie. It was the goddamn Hulk. So, and then, like, Nick Nolte's character, like, uh, it's like they Nick Nolte. They they pulled him out of the woods to to, to play a part. Uh, that was horrific. Like, was he Absorber Man in the end? Because that was even worse. Like that whole movie was just a big tease. When you finally got the Hulk, and, and like the best part is the damn Gamma Dog fight when he's smashing the dogs. Like, yeah, this is gonna be it. This is gonna be it. Then the fight just ends, and he like runs off and jumps off. Like, what the hell, man? Like that is like the worst blue ball feeling ever was watching that that dog fight and watching that hulk movie and in every scene like just when you think the hulk is gonna start smashing shit it just stops and like he reverts or he goes to the field looks some flowers and reverts like oh man what a goddamn horrible movie man and thank goodness marvel studios rebooted it with the incredible hulk but that like angley's hulk was so bad I didn't get to see The Incredible in the movies. It's one of the few Marvel uh, MCU movies I didn't see because I, I was so spurned and disgusted by the foul taste that was left in my mouth <laughs> from that Hulk movie. And when I finally watched The Incredible Hulk, I was like, oh, man, look at this. I don't got to wait 40 minutes for Gamma Rays because <laughs> they did it in the pre-credits. You know, he's already the Hulk. Thank you for not wasting my time, Marvel Studios. And then the fight scenes, oh, and The Incredible Hulk. Awesome. My man took like a cab, ripped it in part, and, and used it for like gloves to fight an abominus. Like a real Marvel villain, you know? Oh man, Angley's Hulk, man. It's, I don't know, it's one of those comic book movies we don't ever talk about. And that's why, because it was hot trash. And I remember seeing it. Man, what a waste of time. Moving up my list. And you see, I don't like talking about these movies because these, these are just, just I'm, I'm reliving, reliving bad memories, man. <laughs> but. You know, like, good therapy, man. You got to let this stuff out your chest. You got to let it out. <laughs> Otherwise, it will fester and eat at you for the rest of your lives. All right. So, number three on my list. Remember that Fantastic Four reboot, man? Was that in 2016? I believe it was 2016 because I was in Bahrain. So, either 2015 or 2016. And the only reason I saw that movie is because at the time I was stationed in Bahrain, and the movie theater there only cost $2. So, I was like, I can waste $2 on a movie that I know is going to be bad because I looked at the trailer and the trailer's like this. I looked at, I watched that trailer's like, this movie is going to fucking suck. And it wasn't because Michael B. Jordan was a black Johnny Storm. I, it, it made no difference. I think he played a good Johnny Storm. Just overall, the movie was garbage. All right. The plot sucked. The whole Ben and, and, and Reed like friendship from like elementary school. Like who fucking cares, man? I don't care about the fucking backstory of, of these goddamn characters, all right? Well, unfortunately, what Fox got right was the origin story in the original Fantastic Four movie. Well, not the original, not the Roger Corman, because that movie was horrific, and I tried to watch that. But the only thing that was good about the Roger Corman 
Uh, it was like they actually had the suits and stuff, and they looked like the Fantastic Four comic book come to life. So yeah, I did watch that, but I didn't watch it in the movie theater, so it doesn't make the list. But back to that Fantastic Four. So again, another movie that takes like 30, 40 minutes just for them to get their fucking powers, man. Just go to space, get the powers. In this movie, they didn't even go to space. Reed makes these goddamn gigantic test tubes that they go in, and they go to the, the negative zone, and they get their powers there, and they work with Victor, and Victor's a damn ass. Uh, you know, again, original, the, the the Fox Fantastic Four with uh, with the two movies and the Silver Surfer and stuff, like those, you know, like uh, Julian McMahon played Victor Von Doom, and I loved his character in Nip Tuck, and I loved him as Victor Von Doom. Uh, the guy that played Victor Von Doom in, in this Fantastic Four, Fortastic, because they did put the four in the Fantastic somewhere. Like, that guy was just a, just a, a, a dick asshole. Like, he wasn't even menacing and villainous. Man, like I said, that took like an hour just to get the powers. And then they, they don't even, then, you know, they all split up. Like, Reed is on the run. He's, he's not there. Ben is working for the government. It just, they weren't even united. And then Victor, when he finally gets his powers, like, I was like, okay. It's almost like two hours, man. Like, hey, hey, he finally is Dr. Doom, and he starts, like, zapping people and killing people. Like, this is going to be cool. And that was it. Again, another blue ball moment of, like, getting me hyped up. Like, this is, is this going to be the save of this movie? No, it's not. Uh, and then the final fight was just like, oh, my goodness. I, I think I choked myself out, like, just to, to getting through that movie. And as soon as the credits came on, I, I, I jumped up and ran out because it was that bad. And I was like, if there's after credit scenes, learn my lesson from X3. I'm not wasting my fucking time because someone wasted their fucking time making this goddamn movie. Moving up the list. Now, this, this is number two on my list of five worst comic book movies in, in my life that, that I've experienced. And this one hurt really, really, really bad because I am a super fan of this superhero. This movie, I thought it was going to be the shit. You know, because the first two were good. And here we go, part three. If you know what I'm talking about, part three, Spider-Man 3. It is a movie that is not talked about. I don't talk about it because it, it, it was that bad. It, it totally just, <laughs> it destroyed me. Because I grew up reading Spider-Man comic books. Spider-Man was my favorite superhero. If I wanted to be a superhero, I was going to be Spider-Man. And the Spider-Man, the same Spider-Man movies came out, Spider-Man 1, Oh my goodness, I was in love, man. It was orgasmic, you know. Yeah, people hate Tobey Maguire, but hey, he was Spider-Man. Like, the, the scenes, the way he swung the webs back and forth. Oh, this origin story was spot on. It was great. The Green Goblin, hey, I didn't think they could do it, but it was good. Because, of course, it's William Dafoe, man. Great actor. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Some some people debate that Spider-Man 2 is like was the greatest comic movie ever, you know. Doc Ock, Fred Molina as Dr. Octopus, fantastic, man. Oh, and then, like, the visuals for Doc Ock and the Doc Ock fights was great. The train stopping the train. Everything about Spider-Man 2 was so good. And then, finally, at the end of Spider-Man 2, he gets the girl. She's like, this is it, man. Go get him, Tiger. Here we go for Spider-Man 3. Harry is about to become the Green Goblin because he sees his dad in the mirror. And that, like, in Spider-Man 2, is like, oh, my God, it's, it's William Dafoe. He's back as Norman Osborn. And it's like, so I was ready for Spider-Man 3, right? So then you get the word that Spider-Man 3, they're going to do the black suit. I knew something was wrong when I saw the poster for the black suit, and it was just Peter in his red and blue suit, just black. And I was like, that's not the black suit. The black suit is just pure black with the white spider. Like, there was no white spider. So I'm like, how are you going to fuck this up? 
it's just a black, it's all black with a white spider. Like, that's probably the easiest thing in costume to make. But no, they're going to use, like, the red and blue suit and just paint it black with all the webbing and stuff, like, in the suit? Like, no, don't do this. And I saw that, like, that post, because they had, like, him on the side of the building with the black suit and the, the reflection is the red suit. Like, no, man, just the, the black and white suit, man. Just give me the fucking black and white suit. I was like, oh, man, no, 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 no. You can't do this to me. But I went in anyway because of Spider-Man. And Spider-Man 1 and 2 was so awesome. Uh, so, like, but I knew, like, uh, something was going to be wrong because then I hear the Sandman is in it. And then Harry Osborn, he's still, he's the Green Goblin. And, and then, like, if you have the black suit, are you going to do Venom? Like, are, are we going to have the Batman Returns too many villains, like, formula? Like, it doesn't work, man. It doesn't work when you have too many villains. So I, I go see Spider-Man 3. And, again, I should have known something was wrong because... The intro was like 10 minutes. I, I loved in Spider-Man 2 how they had the, 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 the intro to like show you the scenes from Spider-Man 1. It's like, that's cool. All right, yo, get me caught up. So I figured Spider-Man 3, we'd just do the scenes from Spider-Man 2. No, man. We do the whole from Spider-Man 1 and 2? Like, what the fuck? Like, I already watched Spider-Man 1 and 2. Just give me a recap of 2 and give me the 3. So as I'm watching the, the, the credits keep on going, the, the intro, I'm like, oh, man, like, what are you setting me up for? All right, Harry Osborn, the, the new goblin. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if Franco could, could hold his own. I mean, he's, uh, I mean, Harry Osborn was the Green Goblin in the comics because when I was reading Spider-Man comics, he was the Green Goblin. And I was like, ah, oh, Franco, you just, you look like, you just look too good to be Spider-Man, to be the Green Goblin, but yeah, it's all right. But then he gets knocked out, and then then they tell you that you know they bring in the Sandman, and like the visuals are cool in the Sandman. But then they say, "Oh, Sandman killed your your uncle Peter." So then Peter gets all mad, and then the black suit. So it's like, how the hell is Peter gonna get this suit? Well, you had J Jonah Jameson's son, James Jameson, an astronaut in Spider Man Two. Okay, you introduce his character. Does he marry Mary Jane? Where the fuck is he in Spider Man Three? Just have him go to space, get the damn ooze, bring it back to Earth. Like, it was that simple. You already had a character. But they didn't, they didn't do that. They did him in this fucking Venom movie that I just watched. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. So, like, they just totally wrote off James, James Jameson, an astronaut, in, in Spider -Man, for Spider-Man 3. Like, where he could have just brought the ooze there, the, the, the suit from space. Would have made sense. But, in but instead, it just falls in a meteor, like... All right, man, that, that was, I guess you saved yourselves, you know, a couple million dollars paying this actor and just have it fall from the sky and land on Peter's bike, blah, blah, blah. All right, so then we get the suit, and it like, like, just like the poster, it wasn't a black suit. The movie goes on. So many things so wrong with that. Topher Grace as Eddie Brock Jr., like, it was Eric Foreman gone bad. Like, he didn't have the build for Eddie Brock. Oh, and he, he, he like, oh, my goodness. And then, like, why was Gwen Stacy in that movie? You know, like, he was doing Mary Jane. Like, plus, Gwen Stacy was the first girlfriend, and, and she died. She died in the 70s. I don't know who Gwen Stacy was. Why are we bringing Gwen Stacy in here? It's just to cause this issue with Peter in his black suit. Yes, we have the infamous emo dance, which is was corrected in Into the Spider-Verse because, you know, Spider-Man did the dance to make fun of it. But, oh, like, that whole movie's like, why? Why are you doing this to me, Sam Raimi? Like, why why you hurt me? <laughs> and then in the end... You know, like then you, but you give me good scenes, like the church scene, like when he's ripping off the the the, the suit, like in Web of Spider-Man number one, and then you give me Venom, and it's Topher Grace with with bad teeth, and he's horrible at Venom, 
and then you kill him off. Like, what the fuck was the point of that? Oh my fucking god, like, you just killed off Venom? Oh, please, for the love of God. Alright, yeah, I just, I left there, like, man, why did you just kill my Spider-Man? Why did you hurt me so bad? Oh, man, so, yeah, that that, that Spider-Man 3 hurt really bad, and then the reboots came out, and I didn't watch them, because I watched them, I didn't watch them, because I was that hurt, and finally, thank you, uh, Disney, for buying Spider-Man back and giving us Tom Holland Spider-Man and two great, fantastic movies, Homecoming and Far From Home. And if you want to know what I've said about Far From Home, go back and listen to the podcast, labeled Far From Home. All right. Number one on my list. I said it many times in previous podcasts, and I'm going to say it again. Worst comic book movie experience, Batman v Superman. <laughs> and that movie is so bad, I've watched it a hundred fucking times. Every time it comes to TV, I can't stop watching it. It's just, it's a train wreck that you just got to watch over and over again. All right, so I'm going to tell you a little backstory. And I'm going to I'm gonna call this guy Bizarro Joe. When I went to see Batman Superman, again, I was in Bahrain. Just got off the, the ship. And it was a day afternoon. So right, well, let me go see this movie. I'm not feeling it, but I'm going to see it. So... I run into the guy, one of these guys that was on the ship with me. I didn't know him. And he's at, we're buying you know, con- our concessions and stuff. And he asked me, he's like, all right, you watch Batman Superman? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, so who do you got, Batman, v- Batman or Superman? I was like, well, man, I kind of like them both, man. You know, I, 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 I like, Man of Steel is my movie. And I, I, I really like the Christian Bale uh, Batman movies. He's like, oh, Christian Bale. Oh, that guy's the fucking worst, man. So like, oh fuck, here we go, man. I'm gonna have a fucking conversation about you know Christian Bale versus Michael Keaton. So I say, all right, so who's your Batman? This motherfucker said George Clooney, and I almost jumped. I was like, what? Yeah, man, George Clooney, he's the best Batman. I was like, I thought this dude was joking. <laughs> like, no, nah, man, no, 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 yeah, yeah, he's the best. Like from Batman and Robin. Like, yeah, it's like that's the that's the best comic book representation of Batman ever. Like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, that movie is horrible. Like, it's, it's the best comic book movie. It's, it's the best Batman. Like, no, yo, like, the Bane in that movie. Like, yeah, that, that was the best Bane ever. That's the comic book Bane. Like, dude, have you read the comic books, man? Have you read Nightfall? Like, no, man. At least Tom Hardy's Bane was, was Bane. This dude is not Bane. That was, he was made for playing. Oh, Batman and Robin. So I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Why, like, why is he from Bizarro World? And why am I fighting that, that George Clooney is the best goddamn Batman? Not Michael Keaton. I'm, I'm figuring I'm gonna have a Christian Bale Michael Keaton fight. No, he's fighting that George Clooney's the best fucking Batman. Like, oh, this motherfucker. All right, I, I gotta get away from this guy. So, I, because it took one long to get my, my my snacks and stuff, when I go in the movie theater, there's not many seats left. So of course, who sits next to me but fucking Bizarro Joe? I'm like, oh my god, this guy. So I'm watching this movie, man, and there's ups and downs of Batman v Superman, and he's sitting there next to me. What a fucking creep, man. Because, like, there's the, anytime Wonder Woman gets on scene, he's sitting like, ugh. Like, he's about to rub himself off. I'm like, oh, this fucking creepy dude, man. So, like, like I'm already disliking this dude because I had to fight about George Clooney being the best Batman. He, he's getting off on every Wonder Woman scene, right? And I'm watching this movie, and I'm going through the movie like, why is Batman using guns? Why, you know, like, why do I have old Batman? Why is my Man of Steel sequel this movie here? Just everything that's wrong with Batman v Superman, you know. And then, then what pisses me off, then you get me, like, a really good fight scene. Like, the Batman, when Batman goes to save Martha, that's, like, the best Batman fight scene ever. Like, and then he just goes back. And then let me do Doomsday. Like, 
from from General Zod's body, and then don't get me fucking started on on on, on Lex Luthor. Oh my God, man, that guy. Oh Jesse Eisenberg. Oh now you see me. Now you don't really be fucking Lex Luthor. Holy shit, man! What a fucking crime. He should actually go to jail for trying to be Lex Luthor. Like every scene was horrible. Like was he Frank Goshen's like and, and Lex Luthor's bastard child? <laughs> like he was horrible. Like it, that movie had the potential to be the greatest comic book movie ever. Yeah, Batman and fucking Superman finally on screen together. And you fucked it up royally. The story was horrible. And then like I said, like you take the death of Superman and you kill it with the fucking story, man. Like, oh my God. Holy cow. So I endure this movie. And it is like I said, highs and lows, lots of lows. And we finished watching this movie and fucking creepy fucking Bizarro Joe sitting next to me. So I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I fucking hate this movie, man. I fucking hate this. And this dude, Bizarro Joe, who fought me that Batman and Robin was the best damn Batman movie. I was like, I bet you he loved this shit. I knew his movie sucked. When he looked at me and he said, yep, this movie fucking sucks. And he got up and left. <laughs> like, holy shit. Bizarro Joe knows that this movie sucked. So this movie has to suck because we are from two different spectrums of the universe. And we both agree that Batman v Superman fucking sucks. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you, I can't give a better example of how horrific that movie was. And again, it's so bad that every time it comes on TNT or TBS or HBO, I watch it from beginning to fucking end. Man. So, there it is. Those are my five worst comic book movies experiences. Um, I can honestly say, like, I didn't see Batman and Robin in the movie theater, so that won't ever make the list. I didn't see Holly Berry's Catwoman uh, in the movie theater, so that will never make the list. Who knows? Maybe I'll do a sequel to this later on. And we could talk about some other bad movies that I watched. But those five, man, I'm going to give you the list again. At number five, X3, The Last Stand. It wasn't The Last Stand, and they made like three more or four more bad X-Men movies afterwards. Uh, it should have been The Last Stand. <laughs> oh, man. All right, number four, Angley's Hulk. All right, I said, I'm going to call that one the Blue Ball Special. <laughs> At number three... Fantastic Four, the 2016 reboot. Like I said, that movie was so bad, it make you wish that the Silver Surfer had rise to whisk you away to save you from wasting your fucking time. <laughs> Number two, Spider-Man 3. Like, what the fuck, man? So they had to reboot it with Amazing Spider-Man, two more shitty-ass Spider-Man movies. It was so bad. It started the downfall that it made Sony give Spider-Man back to Disney so Disney can make movies for them. And at number one, my favorite hated movie of all time, Batman v Superman. <laughs> there you go. There's my, my tragic stories. Uh, I feel much better getting that off my chest. So, like I said, who knows? Maybe I'll do a sequel to this. More bad comic book movies that I experienced. <laughs> And just because you didn't make my top five doesn't mean that I didn't forget about you, right? So, like I said, maybe in the sequel, we could talk about Suicide Squad, which I didn't see in the movie theater. Like, and then, yeah, like, our classic bad movies like Daredevil, which I don't think I remember seeing that movie theater either. Um, let's say Batman and Robin, didn't see the movie theater. But I did see Batman Forever in the movie theater, and I was not a fan of that. And that's why I didn't go see Batman and Robin. Uh, I say Catwoman, didn't see that movie theater. 
But then we got like great bad movies like Howard the Duck that I didn't see and that I love to shit. And it's a horrible movie. Again, my top five, those are probably the worst experiences. Uh, yes, worse than Green Lantern, worse than Wolverine Origins. God, worse than many of the X-Men movies, like Apocalypse. And, you know, like, <laughs> it's just, just because you didn't make my top five doesn't mean I forget about you. So when I got some more time left, I'll make another fill episode. Uh, only reason I did this is because I get three hours of cycle with Buzzsprout and I had 29 minutes to kill. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take the time to talk about some movies that I really hate. <laughs> and I want to thank uh, Sleazy Cigarette Birds because she does that a lot. Yeah, I got my inspiration from her. She's like my idol, my, my podcasting mentor, <laughs> secret mentor. And if you like this episode, if you like this podcast, uh, please subscribe, you know. It's okay. You can leave a review, even if it's a bad one. I'm not going to chase you down. I don't, I don't care. Just want to know if someone's out there listening. Because <laughs> I like doing this, and I'm going to keep on doing this. I'm going to keep on talking about movies I like, movies I hate, and all things in between. So if you want some more information on when I'm going to get some more episodes out, you can follow me on Twitter, JWGreen4, that's J-W-G-R-E-E-N-E, and then the number four at Twitter, or follow me on Facebook at J.W. Green. That's J-W-G-R-E-E-N-E. No number four. Thank you for listening. That's my time. This is Joe Green. I'm on my box. And I'm out. As an honorable mention, it didn't make my top five. But I'm going to leave you with the theme to X-Men Origins Wolverine. Just to keep that foul taste in your mouth. <laughs>